Hey, hey, y'all. Elise Smith here, and welcome to the Socially Awesome Podcast, where we empower mompreneurs to implement simple social media strategies into their businesses and elevate their online presence. I'm a mompreneur of three, an affiliate marketer, a network marketer, an influencer, a social media marketing agency owner, and your personal guru. I am here to give you tips, tricks, and tools that you need to build your social media business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Awesome channel. Elise Smith here, and I am so excited to be bringing another female entrepreneur special guest today, Ms. Kendra Garrett. How are you today, Kendra? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to dig in a little bit today with you as well, because for those of you that don't know of Kendra, Kendra is a life coach that really helps women, female entrepreneurs, focus on mindset and accountability. And I can tell you as a fellow female entrepreneur, accountability is key. It's been the only reason I've had the success I've had. Um, And when becoming an entrepreneur full-time eight, nine months ago, uh, mindset, I was like, I don't need that. You know, I'm good. I'm strong. I'm confident. And you quickly learn. Yeah. It's so important to start there. So I want to, I want to just jump right into your story. Tell me a little bit about, about you and how you became to be a life coach. That is a loaded question. Really? Yeah, right? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, first. <laughs> do what? We're going to eat the frog first. We're yeah. Gonna- <laughs> We're just going to dive in. Okay. Yes. So um, I have not always been a life coach. I'm actually a life coach about a year now. Um, And I started my freelance, like female entrepreneurship journey. I actually, going back even before freelancing, I was an insurance agent and I, I worked my way up through, you know, corporate ladder, all the things. And then I had my son in 2019. Things looked a little differently um, than what I was expecting. And I found this freelancing journey and jumped in in 2019, really went full-time in 2020, uh, whenever we had a move right in the middle of COVID, but it was, it all worked out perfectly. But, um, you know, I went through all the things of bookkeeping, social media management. Um, I ended up with Facebook and Instagram ad management for a good couple of years um, until I felt God calling me to something different. Um, so a little backstory just over the last 10 years, approximately uh, major hardships uh, I've gone through infertility, miscarriages, uh, pretty rough marriage struggles, and most recently cancer that thyroid cancer that I'm still dealing with. And it was throughout all of those that I look back now and realize God was actually equipping me through those challenges to now be able to lock arms and help other female entrepreneurs work through those challenges because I've dealt with a lot of those things over just the last few years as a female entrepreneur. And I was tired. I got, I finally just got to a point of, I was tired of waiting uh, for the hardships to pass and waiting. Okay. Until we have another baby and then I'll move forward and, or, or waiting until cancer is done, which, and we're not like I'm a year and a half in and we're pretty sure they found more. So it's, it's not, there's never going to come a point where, there are not any challenges in life. Even if you have a sick kid at home or, you know, whatever that might be, we all have day-to-day struggles and also like major struggles that are oftentimes out of our control. Um, and I finally got to a point where I personally was tired of waiting. So I made the, the decision to 
move forward. Um, I actually hired a, a business coach, kind of like up-level up, up coach, um, someone I had been working with for a while and decided to move on into her next program, knowing that I, and at that point, I was still in Facebook and Instagram ad management, just got diagnosed with thyroid cancer, but I, I knew I was tired of waiting. Even with this scary diagnosis, I was ready to go full force as much as I could with hardships still going on because that is just life, unfortunately. Um, so throughout that program and just kind of doing some internal work and making sure I am listening to what God is telling me to do, um, I, I finally decided to listen um, about a year ago and may, started making that transition into being a coach. I didn't even identify necessarily as a life coach at that point. I just knew that the mindset work that I had gone through, um, I needed to help others work through that as well. And I love how you said at the beginning of, you know, mindset, oh, I don't need to worry about that. I've got this. And so many of us think that I was one of them of I'll just push through. I don't really like the phrase push through um, because it just implies like a negative emotion of like, right. just like being torn, like to keep going. Like, yes, we do have to work through things, but like pushing through just is, is not a phrase I enjoy. Um, and yeah, so I finally realized that I had to focus on my mindset and that's what I now help my clients do, whether through one-on-one -on -one coaching or my group program of we build that foundation first and it is crazy the amount of transformations in our business and family and personal growth that can come from a solid mindset foundation of our thoughts and you know reframing those limiting beliefs and when challenges come our our way how can we be grateful for those hardships that we wouldn't have been able to be grateful for otherwise um so that is really a I just like to build that foundation because for me personally, I know how much that has helped me. And I'm now also getting the privilege to see how that is also helping others. And then it also brings new clients and, you know, more time freedom and financial freedom and all the things, but that, that solid foundation needs to be built first. That was a long no, story. That's, that's, in, that's incredible. And, and, you know, like I said, I, um, I, I too went through infertility and I can't, I wish I would have had, a coach or been emotionally intelligent enough to know that I needed some sort of support during that time period. Um, and even now, at, you know, after, just like you said, everyone's got something they're going through and having the strong mindset really helps you be grateful during that time period. Because I went to a spiraling depression at that point. And then, you know, years later, finally have the baby and then the baby has autism. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is another challenge. And it's like, like you said, you're never not going to have a challenge. It's right. going to be something, but your mindset shouldn't be that challenge. You right. can you can work on your mindset. And I wish I would have been, like I said, emotionally intelligent enough to know at that time period, like someone could help me. So I right. love that you're helping other women do that. And you have gone through and still going through your own struggles, um, I think makes it probably relatable too. It, it's easy to work with you because sometimes it's hard to work with people that aren't still in the trenches, you know, aren't so, and you can really dig deep and, and be relatable to those people. I love that. So tell me a little bit about what, what you, I know we talked about limiting beliefs and like some of the things that you do 
with women, but what does it look like to work with you? Do you have like daily sessions? Like if there's a woman, I know there's a woman out there right now that's like, gosh, I need a life coach. So like, what does it look like to work with you? What does your day to day look like with your clients and, and, and so on? Okay. First, I actually want to touch on something you just said that I can relate to as well during infertility um, of a lot of why I love to get on and share my story is to be able to help those of you who are listening right now who might be afraid of sharing and being vulnerable because you are in the trenches. Because I was there when we first realized we were struggling having a baby. We did not let anyone know. For one, we still wanted to surprise our friends and family and things like that. However, we felt very, very alone and um, like something was was wrong with us because we hadn't heard it. To, we, we didn't hear of anyone going through it or talking about it. So that is why, like, if, if you are going through anything, whether it's something that I've been through or Elise has been through, someone out there has gone through it as well. Like, you are not alone. If you feel comfortable of talking about it with someone, reach out to a close friend, family, me. I Like, I am here. I, I just, I never want anyone to feel alone and isolated. Like, something is wrong with them because of a hardship that they're going through that maybe you just haven't heard someone else's story about yet. So, Anyway, I just wanted to touch on that because that is one of the main reasons of why I do what I do. Um, okay, so to your question, uh, so what a day-to-day, okay, so I offer one-on-one coaching, whether that is uh, bi-weekly or weekly, depending on the needs of the client. Um, what I really hone in on right now of what is most popular, I guess, with my clients is my group coaching program, Unlock Your Full Potential where it is an eight week program where modules drop every week to build that solid foundation. And then we kind of work our way up. It's layered with, you know, what we focus on is what is most important to you as an individual, not what society might be telling you. Um, And and we work on boundaries. We work on those mindset, limiting beliefs, self-sabotaging thoughts. Um, I I also, I'm a Christian, so I do coach on a faith-based foundation. Um, so we work through that and we also have weekly group coaching. Um, it's a small intimate group, which I have found my clients really enjoy because they are able to connect with and help and support each other as well. And that actually comes with one-on-one coaching, uh, throughout that eight week program too. So, uh, I guess, did that answer the question? It did. It did. And I love what you brought forth as far as like feeling alone too. Um, because if anything, the idea of this podcast is to reach women that need our support. And, you know, I, I talked to, I'm very open about it now. I wasn't going through it, but, um, I, I love that you said that. And, and, and it's very tailored to your clients needs as well, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I know, you know, having a one size fit all package or offer doesn't doesn't work for everyone. And I really thrive on on having custom packages as well. And I love that you can do that because if someone is in the tra- like get, getting over trauma versus going through trauma, you might need different support at different times. And I love that you you do that you know individually with them. So I will pick your brain a little bit about mindset too. Um, while I've got you, because like I said, when I first got into entrepreneurship, um, uh, that's like the first in any course, any coaching program, that's the first thing everyone wants to work on. And I, I just wasn't ready. And, and then I get to like the fifth module and I'm like, Oh, I got to go back to the mindset. Right. Thanks. So I think it's so important and so key. So 
tell me a little bit about some practices that you would say to do daily for mindset. Do you do a miracle morning? Do you like affirmations? What are some of your key points that you do and you recommend to, to build that strong mindset? So that's a great question. There are so many things running through my mind of like, what do I want to say is like the best tool, but what I do, um, and I can definitely tell a difference in my day, whether it, like whenever I do this or not, is I like to get up as, before anyone else. I've got a four-year-old son and my husband. I like to get up before anyone else and have the quiet time. I do do a devotional during that time. I also look at my calendar and just kind of sit and be with me, with me and God, but also um, hone in on making sure that my day is aligned with who I am and the goals that I want to achieve. Um, I also, at the end of the day, I have a one line a day journal. Um, you can call it a gratitude journal or, or whatever you might might want, but sometimes I use it to write out something that I'm grateful for from that day, or it might write out how I'm feeling that day. Like if I'm really emotional or something that happened, you know, doctor's appointment results or whatever it might be, um, has just been a, and it's over a five year period. Um, and I've been doing it for about a year now, actually right out a year. So it's, it's encouraging to actually see what I like. It's all on one page for five years. Like, and as I go each year, I can see what I wrote, you know, on, on this day, just one year prior and see the progress that I have made. And that I think is sometimes overlooked because it's not like mindset. How do you measure mindset growth? So have having something written down where I can actually see, oh, this is how I felt or what I was going through a year ago, or, you know, eventually I'll be able to look back at five years ago. Right. It gives me something a little bit more tangible of how far I've come. And it gives me that encouragement and motivation to continue moving forward. Um, I also, you mentioned like positive affirmations. I do like those. I actually have three written out for me right now. I recently listened to the book Soundtrack, Soundtracks by John Acuff. And I got one of, I think one of these from that, but I have everything is always working out for me. So whenever I get a bad test result or, you know, something negative was said or, or something like that, or a negative thought, like, I think, no, everything is always working out to me. Um, I rise by lifting others. And that's my passion. I, I love doing that. And my life has unlimited possibilities throughout all of the hardships and day-to-day -day things. I, I can do anything. And, and I think a lot of, a lot of female entrepreneurs that I have worked with and just seen in this virtual space over the last few years, there is a limit on their belief of what they can do based on what they have done in the past. Or, you know, like, I don't have the experience for that. Um, or, or, you know, like, oh, I've never been good at this. So why would I even try those being able to recognize those thoughts and reframe it and ask yourself, is this true? Like, like turn it into like, is this a fact that I cannot do this? More than likely, the answer is no. That is just an assumption that was, was planted and you didn't realize it at the time that needs to be uprooted and plant a new seed there with a new positive affirmation about who you are and what value you can bring to other people and what you probably already do. Sometimes we don't recognize the value that we're already bringing to the world. Sometimes it comes naturally. It, 
or you've just done it all your life. Like for, for one, I feel like I have always been a great encourager, a great cheerleader, but you know, growing up, did I ever think could, could that turn into a job, like a career? How, how does that work? Right. But I recently realized all of that growing up and I love to encourage and, and lift others up. It's a lot of what I do now and reframe those, those thoughts to encourage them and give them the truth. I, I'm not, I'm not spilling, you know, rainbows and butterflies. I'm giving you the truth of who you actually actually are and what you are actually capable of. And it does require getting a little bit uncomfortable. I, I feel like if we are in a comfortable zone all the time, I, I just feel like that's not somewhere like, yes, I want to be content, but I also want to be growing. I never want to stop my personal growth because I feel like there is so much more. I have unlimited possibilities in life. And I feel like to continue growing, I have to step outside my comfort zone a little bit at a time to get there. I love that. I love that. And that's so important. And, you know, for that female entrepreneur, but also just for the, the woman in general and the mom right. and the person that needs to know those beliefs are just, they're just your, in your head. And they're not facts. Like you said, is it a fact? Right. Just because you've never done something doesn't mean you can't do it mm -hmm. and or figure it out. We're really good at figuring things out, you know, yeah. so um, I, I can relate to that. And I love that you really do um, help women with that, because that's something that I find myself even after having great success in the last few months as, as you know, um, and, and taking the courage to step into full time entrepreneurship like you, I'll still find myself sitting here going, I can't charge that because I'm not worth that or I'm not, you know, like, or, or who's to say I can, I can offer that service. Who, who qualifies me? Who doesn't qualify me? Like who, you know, I have to reframe those things. Right. Because there, there comes that upper limit where you're like, you know, um, even if you've done, if you've had success, you limit out and then you have to go back and work on mindset. And that's why I think it's right. important to have it as a daily practice. Mm -hmm. But I love, love the idea of the one line journal because that is something that I am not super consistent with. I have 20 journals that two pages are filled out and each one of them kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm gonna get a new fancy journal and I'm gonna start journaling. Yes. Two days into it and I'm like, oh, I just can't. And a yeah. lot of it's my my brain's just 90 to nothing. So I right. find it really hard for me to slow sit and slow. Mm -hmm. Um the same thing with reading. Like I, I try to read 10 pages of a book a day and I I have to do it at night. In the mm -hmm. morning, I'm too let's go with like, oh, ready to go. So it's like it's gotta be the last thing before I close my eyes, but it can't be when I'm like, or I won't, I won't be able to finish it. So I'm like, mm -hmm. it's gotta be that sweet spot, which is real it would be a great time for me to write one line in my journal. Have yep. it on my nightstand and do it right after I read my book. So I love that because I can commit to a line. I can commit. Right. And I was exactly the same way. I have yeah. you know, journals from years ago, you know, just first yeah. pages. And a friend of mine actually gifted that to me whenever my cancer journey started. Uh -huh. And it took me actually a few months to say, yes, I will commit to one line. But I was yeah. like, yeah, it's one line a day. And now just a year later, I'm struggling to fit it, like what I want to say in that little space, which I really love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, like, maybe I need to just take the rest of this page for the rest of what it's allocated for the next <laughs> few years and just do this year. I'm like a backup journal, like right. okay, an overflow. Um, I love that. I'm going to have to look, look for one of those because I, yeah. that, and I do find myself 
doing something similar with like my Facebook memories, even going back to my Facebook memories and looking at where I was a year ago, two years ago in the middle of COVID, three years ago, pre-COVID. And I'm like, I am not the same person. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes I'm like, I said I was going to do that and I still haven't done it. And then a lot of times I'm like, that was a really rough day. I remember that day at work. That was a rough day. And then look where I am now. So I love that being able to look back. And I think that would be, that journal would be a key. Yeah. Um, it's on Amazon. I have an affiliate link if you would like it. Yes, of course I would like it. Yeah. I'll DM it to me on Facebook after yeah. we're done recording and I'll include it in show notes. So anybody okay. that's watching, um, we'll put it in the show notes for you because I would absolutely love to get that for sure. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about, um, because we've got, I know Facebook's your jam, just like me. Mm -hmm. That's my main platform as well. So you have a Facebook group called Mastering Your Mindset for Movement, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit about what's in there because I'm going to include that link also in the show notes um, for people to be able to connect with you. But tell me a little bit about what they can expect in your group. What do you do in there daily? What you know, where, what can they see in there? Yes. So I really just wanted to create the space for people to come have that safe, safe space to support and encourage one another, but also gain support and encouragement from me and everyone else. I definitely want it to be like, it's a group effort um, of, of inspiration for everyone. Um, I do bring in a guest every month to do guest trainings, which it, it is generally targeted towards entrepreneurs. Um, but sometimes I do my own workshop, which I do try to do a monthly workshop mm -hmm. as well, depending on, you know, quarterly goals, but making sure they resonate with your core values, things like that. Um, we also do a book club in there that I just started in January because I really wanted to commit to reading books. And I feel like that actually keeps me accountable uh, to, to read books as well. And so far they have gone wonderfully well. I think everyone enjoys those. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, we also have a group connection, like networking calls. We try to do that monthly as well, just for the group to come together and get to know one, one another, actually like building genuine connections. It's not a, a sales call or anything like that. Now we do share what we do and ask if we can support each other and refer each other out, things like that. But it is a very much basically like we just want to sit around the table, have a discussion and learn about one another. Um, yeah. So and then also there are with if you're a member of my group, you get access to exclusive offers whenever I offer different things for program or coaching. And oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. so everyone make sure that you check the show notes or if you're watching this on Facebook, I do usually stream my interviews in my Facebook group as well. So if you're in Socially Awesome Entrepreneurs, make sure that you check the links um, to be able to connect with Kendra because she has a ton of gifts and and I want to get in there for the book club too because I have, <laughs> I have like... This year, I'm like, I'm reading, I'm reading 12 books, at least 12 books. Like, I, and I'm really yeah. good about audiobooks. Like, I yes. will, I will spend an audiobook in a week at the gym. But um, forcing myself to have that quiet time to read yeah. was the goal this year, and it's been a challenge. But I've been, to, I've been consistent. But it's, but having that book club, I'm sure can yeah. help. Now, I do listen to the audiobooks. Sometimes I have the physical book. It just kind of depends on where I'm yeah. at in the month. But yes, but having that discussion at the end of the month really brings it all together. Yeah. So you're not just listening and what then you know, going in right. one year out the other. Yeah. Right. And and hearing from other people's 
perspective on on what they got out of the book as well i'm sure is super beneficial so i have enjoyed enjoyed this today so much i can't wait to get in your group and 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 be a part of that so if people want to connect with you they should find you on facebook yes right okay so i'll have the direct link in the in the comments in the show notes as well and then people can book a call with you on your website correct i saw that yes if you're interested in working directly with kendra you can book a connection call with her find out a little bit about how you can work with her because i'm telling you mindset is key to having a successful business and and most of my audience is uh in some sort of entrepreneurial journey whether it be network marketing their coaches themselves they're running an agency i've got a lot of vas um no matter where you are in your life having that strong mindset and having that life coach to hold you accountable is key to success people people will always need accountability to get to get where they want to get and i think never i always say never hire a coach that doesn't have a coach so i find it super important to connect with women that stress accountability 100 percent i want to say thank you so much for being here with me today and i hope everyone will connect with you and until next time guys make it simple make it social make it awesome bye guys thank you hey hey thank you so much for listening to today's episode i'm elise smith your host and let me tell you how you can get a free social media audit from me make sure that your profile is optimized and you're ready to build Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me. You can find my handle in the show notes. I will share it to my entire audience and you will be entered to win one of the five free audits that I'll be doing every single month. Number two, if you found any value out of this episode or any of my episodes at all, please feel free to leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give. Lastly, make sure you check out the link to get into my free community, Socially Awesome Entrepreneurs. It's in the show notes. We go live in there weekly with guest trainings and more. Until next time, make it simple, make it social, and make it awesome.